Hello and welcome to Phillies Talk Podcast. It's the long-running, independent talk show all about the Philadelphia Phillies. Started way back in 2006 with my buddy Jim Mulry at the time, uh, way back in the early days of podcasting. But I'm joined today by my good friend, Mr. Matt Vizi. How are you doing, Matt? Good afternoon, Rich. Beautiful afternoon. I'm uh, out here for the first time from the coming live outdoors from the uh, all new VZ Ranch porch deck. Very here. nice. And I got the birds game on in the background there, so uh, people can check it out if anybody's uh, does happen to be watching live. That's awesome. That's the uh, I'm going to nickname it the sports deck. You look uh, right at home out there. I'm I'm we very envious. The porch deck here, but. I'm envious of you. It's looking great. You're outside, breathing the fresh air, watching the game. Nothing can be better than that. Now, when we're done with this here, uh, the wife and I are going to catch the second half of the Eagles game uh, out here. Very cool. But meanwhile, Looks... we got some exciting Phillies action to talk about, huh? Yeah, yeah. Some unexpected on my end anyway. Uh, I, I more or less wrote them off. I'm going to share a screen here real quick while we talk about it. But um, the Phillies suddenly in contention for a playoff spot. This, this comes as a great surprise to me. Uh, I had almost given up hope myself, you know, Rich, uh, I mean, I'm, you know, the diehard and um, a glass half full guy as much as anybody, but uh, at the start of this week, it did not look good. And uh, when they lost that first game of the that cub series, just didn't look good at all. And I went to, the uh the the what was it Wednesday night game where they were trailing seven to nothing I was there with my daughter and we had barely sat down in our seats and uh looked up and it's seven to nothing I'm like oh my, my god we just you know just got done having a nice dinner and drinking and and uh, passing stow and we like, sat down in our seats and boom 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 the Cubs were drilling the ball all over the place and the Phillies are trailing seven, nothing. We're like, Oh my God, we still got a, a whole game to sit through here. This is like ridiculous. And uh, thought it was going to be a long, bad night. And here it turned out to be a, geez, what a fantastic turnaround. And they parlayed that now into four straight. Uh, meanwhile, the Braves lost four straight. So the fighting Phils are Standings wise, they're a game back. They're two back in the loss column, but they have the same number of wins as Atlanta. So uh, very exciting here. And uh, Sunday night baseball today, if we can get the right thing to happen with the Braves out in San Francisco that later this afternoon, uh, there's a chance to fight and Phillies could tie for first with a sweep in the Mets tonight. So exciting stuff. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, the Phillies all year long have had a battle with the Mets and all of a sudden they they've taken two out of three from them winning when they need to win. And just, you know, these one run games, I, I, I had to go to sleep the other night. I might've been the one that you were at. I'm not sure. Uh, but it was, it was late. It was about 11 o'clock. It was still on. I had to turn it off and go to sleep. I couldn't listen to it. I couldn't see if they were going to win or blow it. Uh, I just couldn't watch it. I don't know why, but these one run games are, are really uh, amazing. Well, that definitely wasn't the one that we were at because uh, the one that we were at, the Phillies uh, caught up to them and then blew right by them. And I think they ended up winning something like 17 to eight or something like that after being down. Oh, that was the, 
the huge so, blowout game yeah. yeah yeah that's the one we were at so uh it was a nice game to be at in the end but uh yeah there are a couple of nail biters and every time that you know every time that philly's bullpen takes the the mound in a in a close game in a tight situation especially in a like must win game you just hold your breath you know last night uh, harper had the the big hit and uh seemed to you know i won't say nothing puts a game out of reach necessarily but it gave him a lot of breathing room and here uh, hector neris who's been pitching really well except when he's in the ninth inning uh, he steps up and gives up a home run right away and all of a sudden it's a nail biter again so uh you know thankfully last night they got had ian kennedy take the mound and you know lo and behold one two three ninth inning i don't know the last time we saw one two three ninth inning here in philly so um beautiful effort last night by ian kennedy uh, big hit again by harper who was really making a statement as far as making himself the national league most valuable player leading contender i believe at this point uh, especially if the phillies can can pull off winning either the division or a wild card and uh, all's good so far you know let's let's just keep it rolling yeah yeah the, uh sunday night game tonight as we're doing the podcast here and i want to apologize to our our podcast listeners i I've been derelict in getting new shows out this year. Um, sometimes it's it's something like I, I want to invite Matt on, but not at the last minute type of thing. And I don't want to do the show by myself. So, you know, the days wear on and then, oh, forgot that week, then two weeks, then three weeks, and then a month. But maybe it's for the best because, you know, the Phillies had been on that roller coaster. Um, they were losing about three weeks ago it went hey, on when, when things are going well rich <laughs> you feel free to get me at the list man <laughs> yeah if things they, aren't going well uh, you know just as soon go to bed a little early just like you right right arizona came to town we were destined to beat them so to speak and you know that didn't happen very very well uh, and it looked like the Phillies book was going to be closed for 2021. And uh, all of a sudden, you know, we're at 76 and 72 as we sit here on Sunday, uh, September 19th. Uh, Phillies down to the last, what, 12 days, 12 games possibly in the season. Uh, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be a, a really rush to the end of the season this year. Yeah, there was so much talk about uh, strength of schedule, you know, and how the Phillies had that uh, schedule in their favor coming into the last, you know, what was it, maybe four or five weeks. But like you said, they didn't do the job against Arizona. Uh, they didn't do a job against Miami. Miami seems to always do a job against them. And, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're kind of like the Phillies kryptonite the last few years. So, and the Cubs series, you know, didn't start out well. So, uh they've turned it around uh, they're on the road this is this is such a huge weekend rich uh they had a long stretch here where i believe it was like 14 out of 17 at home and the only three road games were this weekend in new york and the the home part of it did not start out well so uh but but like i said they the braves didn't take advantage and kind of fell down themselves a little bit which has been the story of this season nobody's been able to pull away 
And uh, the Phillies, you know, got a little hot here. And what the Phillies really need now is to consistently win for a longer stretch than they've been able to manage all year. Uh, This team has, I think they had one really long winning streak. Maybe it was at eight or nine games, uh, maybe about a month ago now, three weeks ago. That really kind of got them back into it for the first time. But otherwise, if you look back over the full season, they, they put four or five wins in a row together. And they follow that up with, you know, two or three losses. And it's like, you know, two steps forward, one step back, one step forward, two steps back. So um, right now they, they have to put that behind them and they just have to keep winning. It's like Al Davis used to say, just win baby. And then that's what yeah. the Phillies need Every, one day at a time. Uh, let's hope that we get the, the good Kyle Gibson tonight on the mound. Uh, Harper and Segura and the other guys stay hot. And uh, let's get this sweep up there at City Field. Absolutely, it's. Um, I I was tempted to run up. I didn't know it was <laughs> the ESPN night game, but uh, around uh, after Friday night's win, I was tempted to to run up to City Field and catch this game uh, if it were an afternoon game. I'm not going to run up there at night, but. Um, yeah, it's exciting. The Phillies come home for three games against the Orioles, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. And the Orioles are perhaps the worst team in baseball. So I don't want to jinx the Phillies and think these will be wins. But, you know, what if it was the Dodgers or somebody like that? I'd rather face the Orioles. Sure. Uh, this is a big week coming up for the Phillies, you know, which makes tonight so important you know they they've done all this work to get themselves in this position where they're right on the doorstep of the nl east and uh this is you know it's a huge game you you would have thought coming into this series if they can get two out of three in new york you'd be happy and they've they've done that they've already accomplished that so a loss tonight isn't a killer by any means but a win would be so huge you know to finish off a a sweep in New York, uh, the Mets had something to play for coming into this weekend. So for the Phillies to, to if they can do it, you know, pull off this sweep of a, another team that's also fighting, you know, hard uh, on the road and, and to set up this seven-game homestand coming up over the next week against two really weak teams, the Baltimore Orioles and the Pittsburgh Pirates. Um, not, you know, we don't take anything for granted here because – We've seen uh, this, this team certainly has the ability to lose to losing teams, but the schedule sets up so favorably over the next week uh, that, that this is the time they have. They must take advantage of this uh, this coming week and to set it all up. A nice win on Sunday night would be perfect. Yeah, it's it's all hands on deck. Uh, do what you have to do to win. Like you said, bunt scratch steal <laughs> whatever you have to do to win because like you said the Phillies just have to keep winning uh, to keep this going and hope that the Braves lose as well so uh, the Braves seem to be coming apart at the seams playing one of the best teams in baseball out in San Francisco like you said um, I, I don't know I don't know the Phillies have a good chance here and I I sort of written them off I feel bad about that but uh Hey, we'll take it. 
Yeah. Well, it, you know, it's been this four game winning streak while Atlanta's lost four straight that immediately got them back in it. But as you say, Atlanta has not played well. I mean, over their last 20 games, the Braves are eight and 12 while the Phillies have gone 12 and eight. And uh, the difference in that uh, record is these last four days, but Atlanta hasn't played well for some time. And uh, Phil's going to need to take advantage of that. According to um, baseball reference, in fact, right now, the playoff odds, while the Braves are in first place by a game, they have the playoff odds. The Braves are have a 13.3%. Uh, I apologize to you. Uh, that's over one day, but their playoff odds over the last 30 days have dropped 27.3%, while the Phillies have risen 30.5%. That's over, and that's what 90% confidence uh, their, their statistical playoff odds are. So making the postseason right now, the Braves are 60.7%, 60.7%, and 57.7% to win the division. But the Phillies are now right up their butts. Uh, the Phillies have moved up to 42% chance of winning the division. And that's from like a 12% chance just a month ago and it's from a 15 percent chance just a week ago i mean a week ago now the the braves were like a 72 to 17 favorite uh, percentage wise over the phillies to win the division that's down to 57 to 42 right now and uh the right thing happens today and that's going to be about 50 50 so uh, yeah, the phillies are really closing as far as on the on the standings the records but also on the odds because that the odds take in the schedule as well and you know we were looking at the the uh phillies schedule earlier but the braves also have uh, some tough games coming up atlanta has to play at san francisco today then they go for four that you would think would be easy at arizona but you know we saw what the Phillies ran into there. Uh, the Diamondbacks have some good young players who, uh, as the point is often being made lately, they're playing for big league spots. They're playing for 2022 to, to show that they belong in the big leagues. It's not like these teams have thrown in the towel. Uh, there's a lot of young talent out there in Arizona, and it's the kind of talent that they're trying to prove themselves. So Atlanta's not going to walk in there and have a, a cakewalk in four games uh, in Arizona. And then they have to finish up their West Coast trip with three games in San Diego next week against a Padres team that's fighting for their lives and is very talented. So um, this coming week with Atlanta out West in Arizona and San Diego and the Phillies at home against Baltimore and Pittsburgh, uh, that's all going to set up a Phillies three-game series in Atlanta. So it's almost it's almost imperative that the Phillies take over first place this coming week. Yeah, and control it. Um, they have a complete uh, game to be completed as well in San Diego, uh, so it'll make it four games actually out there. An eight ten start Eastern time on Friday. Uh, it's a suspended game completion of a game suspended on July twenty first. So San Diego has the lead five to four in the bottom of the fifth in that game. So they're going to have two tough opponents out there in the West, four and four games, and then they come see the Phillies. So 
I I like the Phillies chances, but I got to knock on wood and just, you know, hope they don't revert back to that Jekyll and Hyde type of team that we've seen all year. They just have to put that behind them um, and really uh, dig in now because this is the chance. Yeah, Atlanta also has uh, the other – that's one of the two games in hand that they have on the Phillies is that makeup. And the other is a game that against Colorado in Atlanta that was weathered out. It was really the field was unplayable. And they're supposed to not even play that now until after the season's over if it's needed. So there's a chance this whole thing might not be resolved even after the regular season – quote ends but uh you know we just gotta hope the phillies do what they're supposed to do here with the schedule and if it, if they do and if they can at least play even with uh atlanta in that series in atlanta uh we, we would like to make that last braves game against colorado you know not, make them not need to play it you know what i mean yeah absolutely now, when it comes to starting pitching, does Aaron Nola have you a little nervous if the Phillies should make the playoffs? You know, Rich, I, I, won't, I won't say he has me nervous. Uh, Nola's just having – he's having one of those years. You know, if you, if you throw a pitcher who – I think Nola's a really good pitcher, and I think that he is a Cy Young quality pitcher. I don't know if he'll ever win one, but he's that kind of guy who could be in the conversation most years. Uh, he's a guy that has the potential to give you 180, 185 to 200, 220 innings, uh, 200 plus strikeouts. And if he's right, then he's a potential, you know, 18, 20 game winner. Uh, he, he hasn't been that this year. He, he's shown flashes of it. He's shown flashes of it in games where he's looked dominant for three, four, five innings, even sometimes. And he'll have that one inning where he, he, I don't know if he loses focus, which help, makes him lose command or, you know, a combination of the two, but he, he seems to have that one inning where he lets down this year. Sometimes it, he, he gives up a, a hit when he's been going really well. And it seems like it, he's allowed it to snowball on this year. I don't know if it's mental. But uh, I think I think in the end, Aaron's going to need an offseason and uh, come back strong next year. And he could very well do everything Zach Wheeler's doing this year, next year for the Phillies. But for as a postseason pitcher, I think it's going to be, you know, there's no chance to restart or reset yourself. So Aaron Nola is what he is going to be in the postseason, what he's been all year, which is uh, it's a crapshoot. You know, I think he has just as good a chance of giving them six, seven, you know, really dynamic innings as he does struggling after giving them three or four good innings and then struggling to get get through the fifth or the end of the sixth. So, uh, I, I, you know, I hate to be wishy-washy, you know, about your question, but I, I think we don't know what we're going to get from Aaron Nola. If somehow he suddenly, you know, it all clicks in and we have Zach Wheeler and the Phillies can run out, you know, Wheeler, Nola in every postseason series that, uh, you know, on on all cylinders, the Phillies are going to make it uh, really hard for any team they run into in a series. But and, and, and Nola is probably going to have to pitch the first game of 
uh, the division series if they advance, because you have to figure, you know, unless they just have no other way of uh, working it to their advantage, you have to figure Joe Girardi is going to be throwing, if they have to play in the wild card game, Joe Girardi is going to be throwing Zach Wheeler in one game against the Dodgers or Giants. Uh, which is, makes it more important to win the division. You know, Phillies can actually win the division, not worry about that wild card. Then you're getting into a series, and then maybe, you know, we can get a Wheeler-Nola combination, making it hard on some team. Absolutely. And uh, Aaron Nola, 8-8, eight and eight. Uh, he's been victimized with the home run this year, uh, 24 home runs, as uh, if you're watching us on our video feed. Um, 16 home runs for Zach Wheeler so far this year, 24 for Aaron Nola. So he's given up that long ball uh, like crazy. He has a great amount of strikeouts. He's got 211, uh, 2.4 war so far. Of course, his ERA is up, but um, it's that home run ball. He's given up 84 earned runs this year, which is a, a ton of earned runs to give up. And uh, I just hope he turns it around. I'm not quite sure what the problem is, but. Um, the stat that I look at with Nola, Rich, is the innings. <laughs> Excuse me. His whip, uh, his walk to plus hits uh, divided by the innings pitched, is really strong. It's 1115. Um, Wheeler's is 1018. It's not a big, big difference. Anytime you're at 1.1 something and lower in your whip you're a strong pitcher and that's where Arenola is but his ERA of 4.48 is high because he has that inning that you know where he gives up some type of run or like you said some type of home run and what it's resulted in is he's he's not going into the sixth and seventh innings the way Wheeler is so while Wheeler has over 200 innings pitched and and I think is leading the league in innings pitched. Nola's at 168.2, which is solid, you know, but it's it's not really ace caliber. And he's probably lost 20 to 25 innings that he would have had uh, in his bank were he having a more consistently solid, strong, good year. So uh, that that's really what he's, you know, I think he's got to look at next year is, uh, the improvement that he makes next year will snowball in that he'll pitch more innings as a starter, which will mean that's fewer innings that the bullpen will have to eat up in his starts, um, which is what the Phillies bullpen, at least uh, the last couple of years, is always a good thing. So uh, Aaron Nola needs, you know, uh, he, he, uh, stats will be thrown out the window in the postseason in that regard. So it's kind of like a prove it prove it one game at a time so maybe it'll be the best thing for him uh, to get a postseason shot and it would be the best thing i'll tell you rich for for a lot of these phillies uh you know guys it's a shame that reese hoskins uh, isn't here now you know i don't i don't even believe there's a chance that he'll be back for if they make it to the postseason but it would be nice if he could just to get that experience of uh, guys like hoskins guys like nola uh, they could use that uh, Hector Neris, you know, these guys that have never played in the postseason or performed in the postseason in any way. Um, you know, it'd be nice to get them that kind of experience. Uh, you know, yes, it would. We'll I see what I, happens. 
Yeah, Hoskins would be huge uh, to rejoin the Phillies. I, I think it's doubtful that he will, extremely doubtful, but the Phillies have found a way. Brad Miller has really stepped up in a role on different nights. He's had big hits all season long, so you need somebody like that off the bench, and there's always a, a wonderful story to be told when that happens with the team. This this team's starting to remind me almost of the 07 team that uh, took it to the last day of the season to win the uh, the NL East. And th- that to my that being there was my favorite game ever that I've ever attended. I mean, my hair was just standing up on my arms the whole game because people were hyped up about it in the stands from the first pitch, basically. And uh, that was amazing that year that uh, Phillies beat out the Mets for the playoffs there in 07, but uh, of course they won it all in 08. So um, who knows? Yeah, I'm getting more of a, you know, at least right now, and I hope that it ends up being wrong, but I'm getting more of a 05, 06 vibe from this team. You know, that they feel to me like the kind of team that like they're, they're right there, you know? And if you remember those Phillies from really from 2001, right on through 2006, uh, they were right there most of those years. Uh, it, it was very similar feel. They, they just couldn't quite get over the hump. Uh, really good players like Bobby Abreu and Mike Lieberthal, you know, wall of famers. Um, uh, they, then they, they make the big moves to, to the ballpark, new ballpark and, and bring in guys like Billy Wagner and Jim Tomei. And it just, you know, the, the talent was there to be a postseason team. Uh, you know, Jimmy Rollins was there back then. Pat Burrow was there back then. Uh, they ended up breaking in, you know, guys like Chase Utley and Ryan Howard. It, it just, it took a couple of years to figure out all of the pieces. And that kind of, that's the kind of feel I get now. I, I hope I'm wrong. I hope they don't fall just short. I hope it's not, you know, one more off season of, you know, figuring it out and putting the right pieces in place. But that's a feel I get. Uh, hopefully it's, you know, like I said, they can maybe over it, like do like 2007, like you said, uh, but it would take, you remember, if you remember what it took in 2007 for them to win that division, uh, they got extremely hot in September and the Mets collapsed. And yeah. that's kind of what it would take here. And it, right now it's happening. Right now they're getting hot. The Braves are kind of collapsing. But for it to be 2007, like, they have to finish, you know, they have to finish the job over the next week and a half uh, to two weeks, which the 2017 did. Yes, they do. Well, let's uh, share some of our listeners um, out there, our, our statistics, things like that, uh, of Philly's Talk podcast and uh, geographic location uh, listeners, 91% from the U.S. So we have a huge amount of U.S. listeners, obviously. But then we look to some other countries. We've got one percent in Canada, up north there. Uh, United Kingdom, one percent. Sweden. We have some uh, Swedish listeners out there. That's awesome. Yeah, and Abba, <laughs> Abba's coming back now. I hear. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be awesome as well. Germany, one percent. And uh, we have a smattering of uh, listeners from a lot of different places. So uh, thank you for 
tuning into our podcast here, especially our British friends from across the pond. I have a um, special announcement. I'll be going across the pond in a couple of weeks, and I hope to uh, visit in with the um, maybe with the Phillies fan club for for a minute or so. Do a little interview with them and um, possibly over to that cheesecake cheesesteak place rather uh, that is advertised there in London. Yeah, let us know, you know, uh, put throw some pictures out there on social media, Rich, or even yeah. a nice video, you know, from uh, if you do get into that place, you should make it yeah. a make it a point. If I get over there, I'm definitely going to make it a stop. Yeah, and it's uh, UK Phillies. UK Phillies is uh a fantastic Twitter feed and a big Phillies fan. And unfortunately, you know, cause of the time difference, a lot of times yeah. uh, the fighting Phils are keeping them up, you know, into the overnight hours. So Yeah, that's for sure. They, uh, deep into the mid morning hours, actually, uh, uh, yeah, here's some like more nice game, you know, they, they got a night game tonight, you know, that's, uh, uh what is it? Uh, eight o'clock start here, maybe seven thirty, eight o'clock start here. Uh, for yeah. them, it's uh, I don't know what that is over there. It's something like three o'clock in the morning or something like that. So, uh, yeah, you know, that's going to be interesting to see how they handle that. They may just and it's a big game. I would imagine that he's probably going to set his alarm clock and wake up. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, our listener age groups over here on the right hand side of your screen, if you're watching a video, I'm impressed by our uh, nice roundup of ages that we have listening. 18 to 22 picked up big time for us. Uh, 60 plus picking up big time. They're 8% of our listeners. Of course, our age group is probably the biggest. But um, thanks for listening, everyone out there. And we hope you enjoy this program. We're going to be trying to do more, um, you know, more frequency now that the Phillies are having a chance to uh, make the playoffs. So don't be surprised if you hear another podcast. So hit that bell on the Google uh, homepage for us. That'll give you a notification. And of course, subscribe uh, if you're on the Facebook feed or you know wherever you listen from. And uh, Matt, I always uh, include where can we find you on the web? The best part for best part for Phillies fans, best place to find me is on Twitter at Phillies Bell. So it's uh, like the bell that rings out in center field whenever they hit a home run or win a ball game. So it's at Phillies Bell on Twitter. I also have the same exact feed on Instagram. Um, so if you're more of an Instagram person, I put up a, mostly Phillies history. Uh, yeah, on yeah. Instagram. I was going to say, you do a hell of a job. One of the best jobs I've ever seen on social media for Philly's history. I'm, I'm astounded by the stuff I learned from it. Thanks, Rich. And, uh, you know, I enjoy it. You know, it's a education for me and I'm a big fan, just like uh, all the fans out there. So any fan would, I think, enjoy uh, adding, you know, Philly's bell to their, their all whatever uh, resources they already have on the Phillies. Uh, I'll throw out some extra stuff and, you know, you might have to put up my, with my BS uh, in game <laughs> at times, right. you know, uh, I, I'm as susceptible to make the, uh, the goofy comment, you know, as anybody else. But uh, like last night I made a comment that uh, I, I thought Odubel Herrera hadn't hustled at one time on a, on a key late game at bat. Uh, what caught my eye when, he, when, they initially showed it live on the um, on the MLB on Fox feed 
was that he was out by a mile and he had shut it down. And the second baseman had kind of, the, the, the pitcher had kind of seemed to me like I kind of lollygagged and getting over there. And I thought, man, if Odubel had busted his hump, he would have had a chance, you know, there. Right. And so I made that comment on, on the Twitter feed. Well, then I went back and replayed it. And really what happened was that Odubel well, did bust it out of the box. Uh, about halfway down, he was busting it. And just the pitcher just had him beat. I mean, he had him beat. He was at the bag. Odubel was going to be out. And he shut it down, which I understood uh, you know, in replay. But, you know, in real time, I made the comment. And I should have waited. I should have replayed it and then made the comment that he uh, he didn't hustle. But he did hustle. So my, my bad. And it's my bad at times. And I'll tell you if it's my bad. But, uh, right. but uh, yeah, enjoy it and uh, try to, you know, add – Philly's bell, you know, to your, to your feed. Uh, it's a, one more, one more resource. Very cool. And of course uh, you can find the home for Phillies talk podcast over at fightinphillies.com. F I G H T I N phillies.com. All one word. Uh, that's the home of this show. And of course you can find us at anchor.fm. Um, if you go to fightinphillies.com, I have a whole page just for the podcast. So you can check it out there. And uh, you can also contribute to the show if you want to be a subscriber right from our anchor.fm site. Our main site is a um, link where you can sponsor us for 99 cents a month, as cheap as that, $4.99 or $9.99 if you're a longtime listener, want to make a splash with us. If you're at $9.99, you're going to get a mention on the show every time we do a show. So, um, little incentive there uh but we love bringing the show to you and uh man i can't wait to see uh, what happens till we do the next show well one step at a time rich right let's get this uh <clears throat> let's get this one tonight on sunday night baseball <clears throat> a rod and company uh we'll we'll have to overcome i guess there'll be a lot of phillies fans who are listening to Fransky, you know, on the radio instead of uh, to A-Rod on the television. But uh, no matter who you're listening to, let's get the W. Uh, and this homestand should be really huge. Uh, I have uh, I have one more game left myself, which is next Saturday. Uh-huh. I'd love nothing more than to see them, you know, in first place when I go to that game next Saturday. Yeah, that'll be, that'll be something. I mean, <laughs> that town will be popping if that happens uh i know the eagles are playing now they had a good win last week so i know you want to get back to that game so we'll bid you adieu for now listeners and thanks for tuning in to this week of philly's talk podcast thanks rich go phils